let's get ready to study God's Word. to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mercy, your goodness, and your love. We invite your presence to be with us, and we pray, Lord, that you'll help us, that we'll understand the passage that we are reading for today. In Jesus' precious name, we ask all these things. Amen. Our study today, our devotional today, is entitled, According to What You Know. According to What You Know. And our passage is from Luke chapter 12, verses 47 and 48 which says in the King James Version, And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required." And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Okay. According to what you know. Of whom much is given, much is required. Jesus is here reciting or presenting a principle that we even use in secular society. And that is... When someone knows what they should do and they violate those instructions or commands or regulations, they're going to get into much more trouble than someone who didn't know. Now, we like to think that if you don't know, you can't get in trouble. And to some extent, someone may have mercy on you. A judge may have mercy on you because you were not aware and could not have been aware of a particular rule or regulation, right? Willful ignorance is not a factor. If you had an opportunity to know, but you chose not to know, then that's on you. But even in secular society, the following saying is largely true. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. In this passage, we see that Christ makes a distinction between two parties. One party that knew his master's will, but did not prepare himself or do according to his will, and he's going to be punished significantly. On the other hand, someone who did not know, but did things that were worthy of punishment, will be punished to a lesser degree. Emphasis, of course, is 
on knowing more and doing more. Let's go to that entire passage, though, because I like context. We're going to start in most Bibles. You're going to see that um, there are various sections. Some, some online Bibles will also do this. I'm looking at eSword right now. That is an online Bible, e-sword.net. And eSword, you can download it. It's, it. They have a web version, but there's also the Windows-based program. That's what I'm running. And if you start at verse 35, this is the section that our quote comes from. In fact, our quote is at the end of the section. So let's start at verse 35. Jesus has been giving them some parables. Um, He's been telling the disciples, don't be anxious, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat. God will take care of those things. He's been going through those kinds of statements, and he ends with a passage that's similar to the Sermon on the Mount. He says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also, right? That's Luke 12, 34. And then we enter this next section. And this section is entitled in my Bible, You Must Be Ready. Now, mind you, the titles are done by people who are not the original authors, right? Original writers. But this is the summation of um, of this section, this paragraph, Here's what it says, starting in Luke chapter 12, verse 35. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning, right? Lamps. And ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Okay, so we ought to be prepared for the coming of our Lord. Now, We've done some podcasts before and probably we'll have to do some more again about the metaphor that involves the wedding. Okay. Christ goes to get a kingdom. One of the parables says that we recently did a podcast on that and the going to get a kingdom and the wedding supper of the lamb are synonymous. It is in the wedding supper that he gets his kingdom. His kingdom is given to him. Okay, so the marriage of the of the lamb and the receiving of the kingdom, even though they show up in separate parables, they are pointing to the same event, different perspectives. Okay, so we, his servants, are not going to be where he receives the kingdom. We're not going to be where the wedding takes place, right? Because if you remember in the five foolish, five wise virgins, it's it's going to the party. It's on the way to the party that the virgins get involved. The master's already married, okay? They get involved afterwards. Similarly, in the parable of the ten talents, Christ indicates that he's going to a far country to receive a kingdom and then return. And so here he's telling us, or he's telling his disciples that you guys need to be ready, looking out for your Lord so that when he comes back and knocks, you'll be ready to open the door to him. 
Okay, verse 37. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. Right? Now that's a weird metaphor. Because here it is, the Lord of these folks is going to come, and he's not even going to have other servants prepare for them. He himself will prepare for them. 38. And if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are those servants. Right? So no matter what time of day, figuratively, he comes, his servants need to be ready. Verse 39. And this know that if the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. Okay, so he's speaking about the wedding, he's speaking about his servants waiting on the coming of the Son of Man, but he throws in this reference and he says, listen, I want you to understand that if the owner of the house had known when the thief would show up, he would have watched, he would have been vigilant and would not have suffered loss, would not have suffered his house to be broken through. So what he's telling us here by throwing in this verse, by throwing in this sentence, what he's telling us is those who are not watching are going to suffer loss. He says so. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Okay. So now he ends in verse 40, Be therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when he think not. Verse 41, Then Peter saith unto him, Lord, speaketh thou this parable unto us, or even to all? So Peter's saying, Is this specifically about your leadership team, your, your core disciples? Or is this a broader message for all believers, for all of the people that are following you. Okay, <laughs> look how Jesus answers this. And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth, I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But, and if that servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maid servants, and to eat and to drink and to be drunken, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. Okay, we're going to stop there for a second, because the next two verses are the verses we read to start. Jesus has answered this question. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it, or at least it didn't seem like it like in, when it started. But listen to what he says here. Jesus ends with something, and this is what we talk about looking for context. Jesus ends with something which clearly delineates how he sees the planet. Okay? Peter says, are you speaking this parable to us or to everyone? Jesus says, who is a faithful steward, whom his Lord will make ruler of his, over his household? No clue there. Blessed is that servant, 
whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Nothing in verse 43. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. Still not clear whether he's just talking about the apostles or all believers. But and if that servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens, and to eat and to drink and to be drunken, 45 doesn't help us yet, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. Jesus has now, with the last sentence in this part of the response, Jesus has now indicated that this applies to all believers, because if you fail to do it, you will be accounted as an unbeliever. Those are the only two groups. So, to answer Peter's question, the parable is to all. Every believer needs to understand that this is their responsibility. And then Jesus goes into it even in more depth. And he says, And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Okay? That servant who didn't do what he should have, but he knew what he was supposed to do, he will suffer significant punishment. Verse 48, But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. So Jesus' answer, when you look at Peter's question in verse 41, and Jesus responds in 42 through 48, he is saying, this parable is being spoken to everyone. But you my apostles, my chosen, my selected, you know more. Therefore, more is going to be expected of you. Other people not in this circle may not know as much. And if they fail, if they stumble, there will still be problems. Right? You don't get a pass because you didn't do what you were supposed to, because you didn't know everything but they will be judged based upon what they know. The response from God to us is always going to be based on what we know, what we understood, what light we have received. This is important because too often, People are always asking, but what about the people who live here? What about the people who grow up in a Hindu context or a Buddhist context or an atheist context? God knows what God has revealed to those people. And ultimately, we will all know, the redeemed will know, based on being able to review the books during the millennium. But... What is important for us to understand is that God will judge us according to the light we've received. Those of us who have received more light will be held to greater account. 
and those who have received less light will be held to lesser account. The Bible doesn't give the impression that there will be people held to no account. Okay? Unto whom much is given, much is required. So it's important for those of us who have been given much to study to show ourselves approved unto God. And this information, this parable was presented to all of God's believers, all of Christ's believers and followers. It is not simply something for the clergy or for the leaders. It's not for those who may be eloquent. It is for all of God's followers. We all have a responsibility to live our lives in such a way that they reflect the image of Christ and to learn, study, and share with others. That sharing is going to look different for different people. Some people are going to be called to preach to thousands and tens of thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousands of people. Some are going to be called to speak to smaller numbers of people. Some are going to be called just to do one-on-ones. And some may even be called to live silent witness lives. Right? Everybody is sure they're in that last camp, and technically we all are. We all have to live a life that is consistent with what we may or may not be saying out loud. Okay? Every believer of Christ must live a life that is consistent with Christ's life, whether or not they are called to preach or teach. Okay? And every believer of Christ should be able to do some level of one-on-one. I understand. I know that there are exceptions for physical reasons, etc., and so on. But this is a divine calling. We can ask for divine assistance. Okay? We can ask for divine assistance. The important thing is we all have a responsibility to help others, to intercede for others, to pray for others, to pray with others, to teach, witness, share on whatever scope or scale is relevant to the calling that God has given us. And if we don't do our master's will, then depending on how much we knew and to what degree we did not prepare ourselves or do according to his will, we will be beaten with many stripes or few stripes. Let us endeavor by God's grace that we will do what he's calling us to do. And that we will seek his strength, his guidance, his wisdom, discernment, um, bravery, courage, attentiveness. That we will be able to reach people who need to be reached so that they don't have to be beaten with few stripes because they did not know their master's will and fell short of what he wanted them to do. Okay, We are our brother's keeper. And if we know, as we've mentioned in other podcasts, if we know to proclaim the good news of the gospel and fail to do it in any way, that's going to be a problem for us. And it's a problem that could even jeopardize our own salvation. Okay, Luke 12, 47 and 48 says, And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, 
and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Let's have a word of prayer and close out here. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the plainness of it. We thank you for the instruction. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit to help us to understand and to guide us into all truth. We pray, Lord, that we will live up to the calling that you are calling us, that we will move forward by faith, that we will seek to study to show ourselves approved unto God, and that we will have a positive effect on those we come in contact with because of the testimony of Jesus Christ. Please bless us and keep us, we pray, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and other topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and more. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.